Why, thank you, Jim, for that wonderful jungle. Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. Just setting the tone, no pun intended, because you are the king of tone. You're the king of tone, the musical director for Failing Up Jungle Jim. I am toneless. You are toneful. You're full of tone. You're full of toner. Oh, that's a printer, but you are a toneful guy. I'm Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim. This is Failing Up. Oh, we are uh, recording this podcast in the basement studio located along the shores of the mighty Seneca River, flowing all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario, feeding that wonderful, magnificent body of water, the St. Lawrence Seaway, which will feed 1,000 islands, go past 1,000 islands and feed the mighty Atlantic Ocean. We're going around the world just like my voice. Flowing north, that is. That's right, it's flowing north, that wonderful um, seaway, the St. Lawrence Seaway. Really, uh, really something to behold. I'm Tim Marr, that's Jungle Jim over there, and a beautiful autumn, autumn, it's Jungle Jim, peak foliage where we are, the, the leaves are just off the charts, it's it's peak foliage, they say, you know, colors next time, you know, one good wind and one good rain, they're all going to drop, I see you over there in your autumn flannel shirt with a, what's that, a half gallon of cider in front of you, well, you're going to be a busy guy during this show, that's right, you know, and there's and there's so much going on. You know, autumn is such a crazy time, especially in this part of the country where we record this podcast going past a thousand islands around all the Great Lakes. But um, just so much going on. Normally, you know, football, America's a football-crazed nation. Football-crazed nation. Football is America. Football, F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L, is America's sport, more so than baseball. It's really the, the national pastime of, of, of this country. And, uh, you know, partially because it feeds right into marketing and television, feeds in all the medias that we use, much more than baseball. At one time, base, baseball was made for radio. Football was really uh, made for television. In 1959, when the Baltimore Colts beat the New York Giants in the championship game, and it was televised, I believe one of the first, if not the first, televised televised uh, football championship games, it just kicked it off. And it didn't take long for the television networks to realize that this sport, this sport was made for TV. This sport was made for TV, and after the 61 season, or 60 season, when the Packers played the Philadelphia Eagles for the championship in 1960, it was after that season where um, the league wanted uh, teams to start putting logos on the side of their helmets, because primarily uh, most uh, households had black and white television. And up until that point, very up until that point, very few teams had logos on the side of their helmets. I believe the Baltimore Colts had the horseshoes prior to that, and the um, uh, Philadelphia Eagles had the wings. But most teams didn't have logos. The Packers did not have logos when they lost to the Eagles in the 1960 championship game. And, that, and the Giants, I don't believe, had an NY. So they asked the teams to put on logos so when they were being viewed on television that uh, homes and people watching from their homes on TV could identify their team because in black and white, it was harder to identify their teams based on their helmets because there weren't logos. And the logos just helped to identify your team. The one team that did not put a logo on its helmet to this day, and they did have a logo design, but they never utilized it, uh, were the Cleveland Browns. And the Cleveland Browns are an NFL team without a logo. And at one time, most of the NFL teams did not have a logo, just like the Cleveland Browns, which is kind of Kind of cool when you think about it that um, at one time uh, more teams didn't have that logo. Pretty pretty crazy stuff. Um, I know you're fascinated by that, Jim. There's just a lot going on. A lot going on. That's just one thing in football, you know. In, in football, then through television, uh, certainly we became 
um, the, the sport and the media were, were hand in glove. So as television was coming of age, a lot of people say the golden age of television was the 50s. Bologna. The golden, that was the uh, birthing age of television. It was the weaning age of television. The golden age of television was the 60s. That's when television really started to come out. And a lot of great shows and were coming out, comedies and situation comedies. That's where that was invented. Um, even though Jackie Gleason and the Honeymooners, I believe, invented the situation comedy. But in the 60s, you had Dick Van Dyke. You had these... Uh, kind of goofy, comical uh, shows like um, F Troop and Get Smart, playing shows that played on what was happening in the nation. Get Smart with all the um, fascination with the Cold War and spying, and you had, you know, Man from Uncle, and you had a fascination with Westerns, you know, Gunsmoke, and all these Westerns, Rawhide, Wagon Train, and uh, combat with the Army stuff. And the news was coming of age. And, and then as the decade progressed, you had Rowan and Martin's laughing. And Johnny Carson took over in the early days, but that became big. So that was really the time in football. Football was overtaking baseball. Because football was such a is such a visual sport. And if you, if you watch a football game now, a football game now is a television production. It's a, absolutely a television production. You know, complete with, with TV timeouts. I mean, a, a professional, all football games, college and professional, if, if you've ever gone to one, I'm sure many people have, it is really a television show. And when you're at the game, you know, when you watch, it's, it's, I enjoy watching football on television more than being there in person. Uh, the flow on television to me makes sense because you have commercial breaks and you can go to the bathroom and all that kind of stuff. But, but it's a made-for-TV event. When you're at a football game, and there, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of excitement being in the stadium and the fans cheering and all that stuff. But when you're at a football game, you know, it, it just stops. And and on TV, you know, that you don't kind of associate the fact that, okay, each team has three timeouts per half, and as the game's getting towards the crunch time at the end of the game, and, you know, the Lions only have two timeouts. Well, actually, they have more than two timeouts because there are going to be television timeouts that come into play to get the commercials in. So when you're at the stadium watching a football game, it's kind of like you're in the studio watching a television show because you're seeing all the stuff, you're experiencing all the things that happen behind the scenes that the viewing audience doesn't appreciate. Jungle Jim, it's time for cider. Mm. Oh my God, I love it. Um, and so, so when you're at the game, and all of a sudden they're playing and they're playing and they're playing and they're playing and you know time out time out the Bengals the the referee announced with his microphone which is now paged you know into the audio system of the television network broadcasting the game, but what happens is all of a sudden they stop playing nobody calls a timeout and they just kind of stop playing and they're walking around and and that's a TV timeout and there are so many TV television timeouts per half and the game just stops when you're there the game just stops the television timeout. And it's just like being in a television studio when you're taking a break for the commercial break, you know, during the news or, or if you're doing a show live or if you're taping a show and there's breaks for the commercials, do you stop the show? There's a little break and they're either, it's either going to be where they're going to plug in the commercials or if it's live news and you're in the studio, you stop and the commercials are playing and people are talking back and forth. The mics are dead and then you come back and, and it's back to the show. That's what it's all about. But it's all an illusion. But when you're there in person, when you're there in person, um, you go, wow, the game just stopped. But then they started up again because it's really a television show. Everything about football. Now they have the 
And if, believe me, watching a football game on television now is you see things on television that you just don't see in the stand. Not to mention the 37 angles of replays that you see on television. One. Two, the fact that they have that camera, you know, the camera that's on the cable that zoops down through the field, and it's like you're it's like you're on the field with a player sometimes. Now I've been on the sidelines of an NFL football game twice. And it's pretty cool to be on the sidelines with the players. I've been on the sidelines twice. And, um, you know, and I, and I could walk the whole stadium so I could be on the end zone, end zone, sideline, sideline, visitor, home, the whole deal, and Buffalo Bills games. And that's cool because you're there and you see the speed and everything. But on TV, you're going from one angle where it's a cover shot to another angle where that camera puts you right down on the field. And it's really, it's really intense. And the perspectives you get, you're just not going to get at a, at a game. You miss so much at a game. You know, you're there at the game for... Um, for the whole experience, but you miss, you know, the, the fans and the smell and the, the tailgating and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But on t and on, you know what else is good about TV? I'm not going to finish a sentence. Okay, what else is good about television when it comes to football is if the game is a blowout, you know what I mean? If, the if your team is losing and it's a blowout, screw it. You just leave. You just leave. If you're in a stadium and you just paid a hundred bucks for a ticket, $300 or more for, for decent, you know, you paid, you paid about $400 for some tickets. You got parking, you're in there, you buy some merch. If that game's a blowout, you're there till the bitter end. And if you're a season ticket holder, maybe you're blowing it off, but then you're really pissed off because you spent all that money on season's tickets and you're leaving. You're leaving. Boy, I'm leaving on a jet plane, don't know when I'm, but you're leaving Jungle Gym. But on television, and you're not leaving. You're not leaving if you're at the game. You're not going to leave for anything because you paid all that money. But if you're in the comforts of your home or a bar or wherever you are, you know, a restaurant, you can just say, screw it. My team sucks. And you leave. You change the channel. You watch, you watch a Hallmark special. You do whatever you want. It's that freedom. You can bounce back and forth from game to game, which you can't do when you're at a stadium. You can see the scores. You can see the angle of a call. You know, when I'm in a game, I always forget that, yeah, they got the Jumbotron. You're going to see it. You're going to see it. But it's nothing like on TV with the commentator. And nobody's talking to me, you know. You're shooting the breeze about other stuff, but no one's really carrying me through and talking me through the game. You know what I mean? And that's what, you, you know, the they keep me in the game because they're talking to you. And if things get slow and the game gets boring, they're talking about everything, you know. They're giving you, they're giving you the history of the quarterback. They're talking about his family. They're talking about, you know, where it's just, it's just more. And you can talk about the announcers, but if you're there, you don't get that. Oh, Jungle Jim, here comes cider. You know, autumn football cider. Drop the microphone. No, don't drop the microphone. Don't drop your microphone, Jungle Jim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Ah, yeah. I can have a tailgate right home in our driveway. I can have a tailgate in the kitchen. But football is America's sport because it's made for the media. And as the media has evolved, football has naturally evolved with the media. You know, from the openings with music and Shania, 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 Shania. I deny I like a Shania. Shania Twain, you know, singing the openings to Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football and the quick speedy graphics and, you know, television timeouts and all that. You know, now we have, a, you know, Disney Channel does... You know, games from Woody's bedroom. Man, what about having a toy called Woody? You know, all us guys at one time in life had a toy called Woody. 
And hopefully as you get older, you still have your toy called Woody. You know, it's always nice to, to let others play with Woody. Oh, my God. Anyway, so um, so that's what makes football so it, – it's just it, – it's like a concert. It's like a, it's like a, a show, and, and the, the production quality is fantastic. And that's what makes it America. You can't do that. They try to do it with baseball. They even try to do it with basketball. Basketball is nonstop action, and the, the camera angles are great, but it's not like football. It's not as, as complicated as football. It doesn't have the um, – you know, the complexity doesn't have the main stage of football, the stadium, the um, the amount of players, you know. And they're able to get the drama in football and all the, the production you can put in basketball is up and down, up and down. And if you're at a professional basketball game, there are TV timeouts. They're kind of weird, but there are TV timeouts. But if you go to a – when you're at a, a football game, uh, the game is a show. And college is, college is so big. You know, when you got the players saying where they're coming from, and you got graphics flying, and it's one big, huge, it's a musical. Football, the professional football and uh, college football, but it's a musical on television. People are singing, graphics are flying. Sometimes people can watch football now and not even, you know, if they're not football fans, but they just watch it for the entertainment. And they ask questions. Why is a blimp flying around a dome? I don't know why is a blimp flying around the dome. But football, I just, I, I love the way it evolved. It all started, you know, I think that in some oh, the glory days of football, the glory days of television were not in the 50s. Those were not the golden era, era of television. And the golden era of football was not in the 50s. They were born together. The golden era of football was in the 60s. The mud and the blood and all that kind of stuff. And not a boy named Sue, Johnny Cash, no blood, mud, beer. And the golden age of television was in the 60s. They grew up together. They're from the same neighborhood. They're friends. That's why that's a match made on the mud and the sod. That's why, you know, I don't think that, I, th I think there are domes and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, it gets the fans in and they don't want to get cold. But muddy uniforms, really muddy, filthy uniforms were not a plus on television because you couldn't tell who's who. I loved a muddy uniform. You know, you see a game was played and they come out and they clean them, but the muddy uniform is just fantastic. I love the... You know how they get all mud, and, 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 and but, but it's not good for television because you can't see the number, which, which I get, you know. But, but stadiums, dome stadiums, and turf fields, and all that, you know, it, 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 they're costumes. And the uniforms then become much more recognizable, much more marketable. And during the game, you can see the number, you can see the player. You know, the fields are, you know, and well, in some cases now they're multiple colors. They're not even green. They're blue and they can be red. And one field in uh, upstate New York is black. And and so it all becomes part of the show. You have the set. The stadium is the set. The staging of the stadium is the set. Uh, the players are the cast and the coaches and then what they wear. And, and you don't want to get those. They don't want to get those all money. Although I thought mud added a lot, added a lot to the game. Mud and cold and snow and all that stuff. Yeah. Frozen on Tundra in Lambeau Field. Um... But the game's clean now. It's a clean game because because they want they the media working together. They want you to be able to see the game. They want you to be able to see the players, to see their numbers, to see their uniforms during the entire game, to appreciate the beautiful field. I mean, even the grass fields, natural grass, are the golf greens right now. But 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 the game and the football and television, as I said, have grown together. And you know, even it's grown to such a point where at one point there were three networks and PBS, three networks and PBS growing up. Two of the networks 
uh, NBC and at one point NBC and CBS each had uh, NF NFL AFL contracts. NBC had AFL, NB uh, CBS had NFL. Then ABC came, ABC was in there somewhere, but ABC came along with Monday Night Football. That's what I remember. And uh, ABC did a lot of college football. And then, um, but now, now football's everywhere. You know, football used to be played pro football on Sunday. College football on Saturday, and there were exceptions. Sometimes there were pro games on Saturdays, depending what time of the year it was, and playoffs. And but now football starts on Thursday night. NFL football goes from Thursday night to Monday night. College football goes from, I believe, Thursday night to Saturday night. It's all football all the time. Multiple channels, just like there are multiple channels available. It's a parallel birth jungle gym. It's exciting, but that's why the game is so big today. Football. I hear you, Jungle Jim. Football is the true American game. That's Jungle Jim. I'm Tim Marr. Bye-bye.